This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer We'll go check, Nemo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer, and we have made it through another week, which means it is time for another Roni Rewind episode. Today, we are talking about episode three, season one of Roni. This is Fashion Week. Uh, we are we're back in the city. The ladies are starting to come together. It feels like we're really uh, we're we're really starting to get somewhere on this season. It's only eight episodes, so you know it, it had to happen sooner or later. But there are some all time iconic moments in this episode. So I'm excited to get into all of that. Um, I'm also excited to report that after this episode, our Trump tally is remaining at two. There is not a single Trump family reference that I picked up on in this episode. Um, you know, it's it's a sign of growth for these women. I think that they, um, they're not name dropping Ivana Trump every chance they get. Um, I don't know how long it'll last, but you know, I guess it makes sense this week. We, we got the Trump mugshot so we can, uh, that can be our Trump fix for the week. But anyway, this episode, the ladies are back for the Hamptons. You know, Luann is says returning to Manhattan. Life is always tough. Um, <laughs> and isn't it? I mean, we're also talking a lot this episode about getting the kids into school and kind of the New York City school system. Alex McCord and Simon, God bless them, trying to get their kids into a decent preschool in this city. And they are forced to settle for their 16th choice, Simon tells us, because, you know, they couldn't get in. They got waitlisted at the neighborhood public school, which is very good. You know, they rejected from four or five other private schools. It's tough out there for a three-year-old, you know? Alex is focused on when they're going to start Francois on violin, whether it's going to be this year or next year. God forbid he waits till he's four or five to start violin. But yeah, the school system, it's interesting to see on the new season of Roni, season 14, how the <laughs> New York City preschool system is rearing its head once again in the cast with, with Jessel and Pavitt's conversation. Um, but yeah, it seems seems that not that much has changed. It, it was nice of Jill the first time she ever meets Alex. She gives her a, a preschool connect and, you know, maybe they're going to get a, a private tour. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> But everybody's going back to school. So Allie and Jill go back to school shopping. But of course, they bring Brad along. Jill uh, continuing to just um, knock it out of the park with the things she's saying about Brad. Quote, Brad is every woman's accessory. Um, isn't that nice? <laughs> she says that raising a kid in New York City costs a million dollars if you want your kid to you know, go to a good private school. And she says that it's a big sacrifice. I don't know if sacrifice is really the right word for that like if you're spending what $60,000 a year for your kids school I don't know if that's really a sacrifice that's a choice like I think there's a difference between a 
a sacrifice that you kind of are forced to make and like a, a choice, right? I don't know. I, I don't pity any of these people, but <laughs> Allie is interested more in buying clothes for a party than buying clothes for school. And Jill is like, what am I even here for then? And Allie says that she hates Jill. And then Jill says, and this, this cuts deep. You know what we're going to do? We're going to, I'm going to take you to a mall and we're going to go from store to store like every other kid in America. I'm sorry. When did we, when did we begin to hate malls? As a child of a suburban Midwestern upbringing, going to the mall, it might have overtaken baseball as our national pastime. Like, that's what you do. You go to the mall. I know Allie maybe wants to get a party dress at Scoop or wherever, but like, going to a mall is a privilege. Shopping at like, Macy's or Nordstrom or whatever. It's like, Jill, please. The way she, the way she says mall, like it is a dirty word. I love it. I can't get enough. She ends up buying everything that Allie wants because she wore her down. She's paying with a giant stack of $20 bills. The way that these women were just tossing out piles of cash in 2007, 2008, you know, Teresa famously did the same on Real Housewives of New Jersey. I mean, Jill did, didn't end up going to prison for financial crimes. But yeah, there's something that feels so sus about watching somebody count out $2,000 in cash at a boutique. Like, I don't know about that. I don't know that much about finances or money um, or, you know, how credit cards work or any of that. I don't know about the giant wad of cash. That It just gives me strange vibes um jill and luann come together with their respective daughters at a 17 magazine party and the only the only thing that's really uh notable about this party is luann's outfit because oh oh my god i'm looking at a photo of it right now and the thing is i'm the photo i'm looking at is on getty images and it's from a different event in May of 2007, and this episode is being filmed in September of 2007. So what this says to me is that not only was this an outfit that Luann owned and thought was a good option to wear out of the house, but she did so multiple times at multiple events where she was getting photographed. And I'll probably post a picture of this outfit because I can't stop looking at it, but just it is a bright green tank dress with spaghetti straps that is fully sequined with a pair of maybe flare straight cut jeans, like a a medium light wash denim and then a sort of strappy sandal heel. The mini dress over jeans. I have not thought about that in years. And Victoria at this party is sort of wearing something similar. But when it's a 12-year-old, you're like, okay, yeah, like maybe the dress is a little short. You want to wear something under it. It's like a little more like comfy casual. Mrs. Deliceps, the countess, is wearing 
a mini dress with not even like skinny jeans or like fashion jeans. Like they just look like a, a normal ass pair of denim, a pair of blue jeans under the dress. God, this is, this is tough. Honestly, the fashion, the fashion in these early episodes is not as wild as I maybe would have expected it to be, but this outfit really stopped me in my tracks. Um, and I would recommend you all go, go take a look because it's really something to behold. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. The weather is getting warmer, so it's time to ditch those jackets and sweaters for shorts and tees. I used to waste my money on clothes that would only last one season. That was until I found Quince. Now I've got high quality pieces that never go out of style that I'll be wearing year after year. Now that it's getting warmer, I just stocked up on the Quince Cotton Modal t-shirts. I love a black t-shirt that's the right balance of looking really nice, but feeling really comfortable. It's 50% cotton, 50% modal. It's lightweight. It's breathable. It has a little stretch to it, but it looks so put together. I also just stocked up on more of my favorite Quince socks because let's be honest, I am at the point in my life where I don't need to have any socks in my closet that have holes in them. I'm getting the Quince ones that are going to last me a long time. They're just the perfect staple to have in your wardrobe. Quince has all the seasonal must-haves like 100% European linen shirts from $30, performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Plus, they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, which I just love. Upgrade your wardrobe today. Go to quince.com mention for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot mention to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com mention. This episode, another iconic thing that it brings to us is Avery's um, dalliance into the world of commercial acting. Uh, Ramona takes her to Wilhelmina Modeling, but of course she doesn't want her to model because what she really has is that presence and that poise and that, you know, that, that energy. And as she tells Luann later in the episode at the, as she says, Alice and Olivier um, 
fashion week presentation, you know, she doesn't want her to do modeling because you don't really use your brain. Ramona is saying that in front of a model at the event, but also a former model in Luann. It is so deeply cringe. <laughs> and Ramona... <laughs> Ramona says, you know what they say, you got to be careful about what you say, but then I can never talk. She really, over the course of 13 plus years on reality TV, it's almost impressive how Ramona Singer did not learn a goddamn thing. Because the last season that she was on Roni, guess what was getting her in trouble? Her mouth. She couldn't shut up at that fucking Shabbat dinner about how you know bad things were for her when she's talking to a group of black and jewish people like she really just never never gained even like one percent of savviness about what to say and what not to say and you know she's a mess but you you gotta you gotta give it up to her but yeah, she said Wilhelmina modeling with Avery. Avery's reading some ad copy about a tomato on a burger. And then, you know, there's this question of how Avery is going to juggle the schedule of auditions and callbacks and shoots because she has school and after school activities. And, you know, even when she wanted to go to the chiropractor, they wanted her to go after school. So she didn't miss school. And so it's a whole thing. And Ramona's like, it won't be a problem. And then Mario thinks it's going to be a problem. And she's like, it's not a problem until it's a problem. And then we'll deal with it. We'll, we'll make it work. We'll make it work. (sighs) I don't know. I don't, did Avery ever end up like booking anything? Maybe this will be addressed in a subsequent episode, but I feel like this was, I feel like, I feel like this was a fake storyline. I don't know. It's funny to think back like 15 years to this stuff, but you do kind of have to wonder like, what were these women doing just for camera versus things that were in their normal life and taking Avery to the acting agency does feel a little bit like this was a moment on camera. Avery does say that though she talks about how Ramona has always told her that you should make your own money as a woman in case something goes wrong in your relationship and then you can be self-sufficient. I've read Ramona's book, Life on the Ramona Coaster, and she talks about that a lot in her book also. She clearly felt strongly about that. And I mean, look at Ramona's life. She she was right. It paid off for her. Um, so that's nice to see. Ramona does also claim that it's a proven fact that going to an all girls school gives you higher self-esteem. I would love a fact check on that. Like I would love if she could cite her sources there. Cause that sounds like something that's made up to me, but you know, whatever. <sighs> fashion week. I don't know. I, I, I don't know how I feel about fashion week on these shows. Cause I feel like there's a lot of like social, social climbiness that doesn't really have anything to do with the group itself. And I'm kind of eager for to get to a point in the show where the women are doing things like as a group versus like, Oh, well she invited me to this event and then I invited her to that event. And I saw her at this event. It's like, I would love for the five of us to sit down at a dinner right now. And that's something where I think on more recent seasons of housewives, sometimes it can kind of feel like, all of these events and stuff are only happening for the show. You know, like on OC this week when Shannon had her taco party and it was so clearly like something to be filmed. Like there was no, there were so was like one person there that's not in the cast of the show. Whereas 
it can feel a little bit much when it's like, okay, all of this is kind of being created in a lab for housewives. But in these first few episodes, it's like, oh, I would love for there to be a group dinner right now. But instead, it's like, we're getting two people together here, three people together there, and everything feels kind of stop and start. Like, Bethany invites Jill and Brad to her friend Ginny Hilfiger's trunk show, and Brad shows up in this, like, baby pink cowboy hat, which, like, what the fuck are you wearing? And then he's telling Jill what she should be wearing, and it's like, sir pipe the fuck down but then like tommy hilfiger is there and he's asking bethany about her her ex kevin and you know kevin had kids and was going through divorce so it wasn't going to work out but now she's dating somebody else that has kids and you know bethany wants her own kid but jason doesn't really seem excited about having a kid and jill is giving her advice about this and she tells bethany that she's entitled to have her one kid of her own essentially even if jason doesn't really want another kid and she says, this is a, I wrote this down. She says, if he loves you, he'll give it to you. Okay. If you want kids, then you should find a way to, to make that happen for yourself. But I cannot imagine worse sounding advice than basically saying that you should find a man who doesn't give a fuck about having a kid and f- essentially force him to have a kid with you. That is the worst advice you could possibly give somebody. Like, okay, so you're going to bully this man into having a kid with you that he's going to resent for the rest of your relationship that probably won't even last. Like, it is wild. It's wild to me how differently somebody like Jill sees the world than me or I imagine a lot of people that it's like, No, the answer to that question is if it's really, really important to you to have a kid of your own, then you need to find a partner who is going to do that with you or have a kid on your own. I mean, Bethany is essentially raising Bryn on her own now and she seems great. I mean, for all of Bethany's shit, it's like Bryn is seems happy. I don't know. Seems like they're doing well. Some of the advice that these women give, it's just like, oh, my God. This episode also brings us Jill and Ramona's first kind of face-to-face since their tennis match in the Hamptons. And of course, Jill is still angry about Ramona not inviting her to her cooking party. Um, She gets advice from her mom about how to deal with Ramona and her mom basically tells her to take the high road. (sighs) There is so much talk in this episode about Jill's body. She's talking about her big boobs like 45 times She's trying on clothes. She's talking about, you know, all like every, it feels like four different scenes in this episode. We're talking about Jill's body type. And I'm like, is this interesting to anyone? I don't know. I get the thing of like not shopping with your mom is a whole thing that I get, but it's like enough, enough. But anyway, Jill and Ramona are seeing each other at the Luca Luca show. Um, and Jill arrives. She says she was promised a front row seat. She arrives. There's no front row seat. And she says, if I don't sit front row, I'm not going. She storms out. She and Brad turn their asses right around. She's so upset. She's so hurt. She went through the, she bought, she bought this nice suit. She bought the jewelry. She came and she's sitting front row. Fuck that. She's out of there. And I love one of my favorite things 
in these early episodes of Housewives are these on-the-fly confessional interviews that they do. And Jill... Jill talking to the camera about how hurt she is as Brad is like in the background trying to hail her a cab so they can get the fuck out of this like rainy Bryant Park tent situation. Oh my God. That's housewives. That's, that's all we need. It's perfect. (sighs) Fashion week, you know, what are you going to do? You can't get all the invites. You can't get front row every time. And I do have to wonder, it's like, why would they be sitting front row? I don't know. I mean, I guess, I guess they're like socialites, but (laughs) I don't know. So Jill and Ramona essentially don't even talk at the Luca Luca show because Jill leaves before it starts. And that brings us to my line of the episode, which is Ramona after Jill storms out. She says, it was not normal in my opinion, nor ladylike or classy or elegant. And this is something, you know, season after season, time after time, Ramona always goes back to being classy and elegant and ladylike, um, even when her behavior is um, pretty consistently the opposite. Um, And that is, you know, we're laying the foundation for 13 seasons of Housewives and you love to see it. Anyway, that is episode three, Fashion Week. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.